Yo, yo, welcome back, friends on the rampage. That's us. You already know who it is. It's Holland, aka Howie Felter Snatch, or you can call me Zeno One Twenty. I got my boy Leo in here. Yo. And then I got my guy Denzel in here. What's good? You know, we we like to have special guests sometimes and have it now and then. Um, so yeah, today, this week, we talking about jobs and careers. So, Leo, yep. what's your experience on the whole um, job market and advancing you in your careers and different things of that nature? Uh, it's been very difficult. I think ever since I've graduated, I've just constantly just been like applying, waiting, and eventually... If you're lucky, one of the companies will just say flat out, "Hey, you, we're, we're glad you participated, but we're not looking at you." Mm. And, and at least you know what—you can't be mad because at least they replied back. Yeah, that's facts. Instead of leaving you just Big in facts. the dust. Yeah. Um. Have you wait? Have you got any interviews or anything? Uh, I did one phone interview uh i then i took uh like i guess a test like just just, just like basically a standardized test like you something you would take in high school of, like basic math and uh, uh language arts i guess i scored low because again it's been years since i've done basic math and language arts that wasn't involving yeah. coding or involving autocorrect which I will say, autocorrect really does fuck you over because it's like you could just misspell a word, oh. and you're just like, "Oh yeah, autocorrect will just fix it for me." Yeah, <laughs> that's so true. That's so true. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Um, I, I I'm not gonna lie. I I've been applying to jobs. So it's weird, right? So I've been applying to jobs, and like um, the one, the one, the one was on me. Um, they they sent me an email saying I had to do some um extra stuff. I got the email late, but I still had time. But like, at the time I was doing some like stuff that the like my personal life. But that mm-hmm. that don't matter. I had time to do it, and I just didn't. So that was on me. But like, as far as all these other like um applying to jobs and stuff goes, um, it's actually been it, it's kind of been here or there. Like I've um had a few interviews um. And they weren't bad, but I'm sure they were looking for somebody um, who had uh, more experience in the... Because, you know... Okay, so... Everything's moving to technology, right? Everything's become more technologically advanced and compatible and different things of that nature. So, being um, a computer studies major, or information systems, depending on what you want to say, um, you would think it'd be a lot easier just to get in where you fit in. But they have it, I, like, I've known, like, from, like, the last year or so, I learned that um, one of the best things you can do if you don't already, like, say you're not in school and you're already, like, working in IT or, like, doing some um, type of um, program or anything of that nature, then you need to get some certificates, like the CompTIA, A+, C++, yeah. Those help a lot because a lot of jobs nowadays um, are dang near requiring it. Um, 
if, if like before it was like oh it's like a preference okay uh if you have it then it helps but like it's not something that we require you to you know have to eat this that nature but now it's from what i've seen it's almost like a requirement so that is definitely something that um just i've noticed over the last couple of uh months that i've been applying so i actually been working on uh getting my certificates um but yeah, if you don't if you don't have like years of they expect years of experience. Like five or six. It's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> that, 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 that's, me. that's what I get mad about because I'll be, they'll be like, All right, you need like six years experience to four years. And it's like, isn't this entry level? Like who who the hell starts off like just has like that experience right off the bat? Yeah, no, I was just talking with Leo earlier. I'm like, look, man, you know, I feel like it's the dumbest thing in the world that you can go to a four-year college, graduate, and they didn't, you know, have you on the path to get any certifications or anything that you need in your field. It's like, you know, at least in one or two of the classes that you take that are dealing with IT or coding, you know, a goal at the end of the class should be to be able to get your certificate. There should be a program in that school that allows you to get it because they know you're going to need it eventually. What's the point of teaching me all this stuff? I get my degree, but you know that my degree isn't going to be enough to get the job and I, I'm going to need the certificates anyway. It's just it's kind of stupid to me. Yeah. that That's actually a fair point. I never actually thought about that. That, yeah. They, they should... It, yeah. I, even if you have to like do a class and it's just like oh this is what you're going to need to do if you don't full-blown get it they should at least give you somewhere like yo if you want to take this extra class it'll just be like the class to get the network like the cisco networking certificate or something like that mm. um that's just what I, I i that that's actually a pretty good idea i never thought about that i mean they kind of have something like that in like in i feel like in high school they have better opportunities than then in college, but that's just my thing. Uh, but Denzel, since you you established, <laughs> man, what t- tell me about your whole path Our as far family. as getting your career? They wrote an article on you. Well, you you the man over here. Okay. Uh, established is a is a big big step that I wouldn't say, but um, I, I would say I my whole like tangent of my life right now was all by like by. T- you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't even like I had planned any of this out. I didn't know I was even going to be out here. Like, you know, it really came down to me being in, in college still. And, um, you know, they had, like this internship opportunity came up and I was like, man, I really want to do that. You know, but that was sophomore year. I'm like, Bro, I can't do that. You know, that, that's for smart people. You know, I'm I'm average. <laughs> you know, I'm not... <laughs> yeah. okay, right, right. Yeah, I feel you. Got it. I feel you. I feel you. On I that. was like, they. I'm like, they gonna send me to DC? Get the fuck out of here! Like, so that was my mentality sophomore year. But you know, um, my career path was I was working at UPS. Like, you know, you know how how that is. <laughs> oh goodness. And uh, yeah, that that's an absolute travesty <laughs> i'm sorry i hope you get out of there and find something way <laughs> better man but um yeah no i was there and like you know i took uh i took a semester off of school and worked there full time 
and saw those people and every day I went in and hated my life a little bit more every <laughs> single day and I was like you know what it's time for me to quit this job I told them I'm out I left um I'll never forget it was uh 2017 because I never it was like the last day of 2017 I never worked in 2018 put in my two weeks they didn't even care about my two weeks it was like man just get them on payroll before the next year we don't want them on payroll next year <laughs> I'm like man Damn. I'm like I'm like fuck all. I walk out <laughs> fuck all y'all this is this middle fingers up everywhere bro I'm like man goddamn assholes man and like you know that's when I just decided like um you know, a job, I'm not going to let a job define me. You know what I mean? Facts. Like, I don't feel like, I feel like a lot of people get attached to a job and not a career. And it's like, nah, that ain't it, Chief. It's too many people I saw at UPS. I was like, yeah, I came here when I was 18. Ooh. That was 20 years ago. And I'm like, oh, heck <laughs> no. You got me <laughs> fucked up. It's not going to be me. Nah. So, scary, I mean, <laughs> yeah, like. So when I got that mentality, when I went back to school in the next semester, I was like, fuck it. Even if I'm stupid, even if my GPA isn't high enough for this internship, I'm still going to try. Uh-huh. And like, you know, it ended up working out because um, I had a good relationship with my professor and he put a good word in for me. And, um, you know, like when going into the inter- internship, because I think that, you know, even though we're older now, I think that there are still internships that people could do that would actually help them set them up for better places um going into my internship it was like you know that was my real experience in the real workforce you know what i mean like and i I had to go through it let me actually let me talk about the uh um the like process i went through because this is probably going to be very similar to how it's going to be for everybody like during covid right um all of it was online right i had i had two video interviews and a, a phone interview, right? And like, I, I I like to say that I was kind of prepared, but at the same time, I was winging that shit. You know what I mean? Like, I, feel like, <laughs> like, I, I guess I'm here. Uh. Yeah, like I feel like Pete, I, for one of my video interviews, I don't even think I had pants on, no cap. But um, <laughs> you gotta be comfortable. I, I don't know what to say. You gotta be comfortable. It is what it is. Like no, like you know, they only see you from the torso up, so we would not even matter. But um, fresh, yeah, a dress shirt, that nice tie, a clean uh, haircut. And then you're in your whitey tidy. <laughs> yeah, I, I swear to God, bro, you just don't stand up. You stand up, you fucked up. <laughs> like, that's what it comes down to. But um, yeah, man, I just like when I was doing it, like you just gotta be. I, it's, I, it sounds so stupid to say, but you just gotta be confident in like what you're saying, right? Like, because at the end of the day, like what these people are looking for is somebody that can sell themselves. Yep. It's not even so much about what you can do, it's about being open to doing more. Because people, I've noticed that um, the way things go out here and the way people hire, they're a lot more interested in somebody that is willing to grow and learn as much as they can than somebody who's. I know it all about one thing and it's stuck on that. You know what I mean? So spitting. going into <laughs> spitting. Going, going into going into it, I was just like, you know, what if, if I didn't know the answer to the question, I was like, you know, um, well, I know about this and I know about this and I'm willing to learn more about that kind of mentality, right? Yep. So 
obviously, and I thought I, I thought I was fucking up. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I was, <laughs> I was in the interview like, man, I'm scared as hell, because <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, this was the scariest shit I ever saw in my life, and this can happen to people. There was a panel interview online. <laughs> I was the, I was in there. It was like seven people. It was like seven people all interviewing me at the same time, bro. I was like, what the fuck? Are you serious, bro? I was, I was so scared. I was sitting in my office in my house. I'm like, gee. And like, this is, this is one thing that I'll, I'll say is helpful, but you just got to be smart about it. Like, Asking them questions when they're done asking you questions can be a good thing, right? Some people are scared to do that, but like I'll never forget, like I, I was, it was like the head honcho. I don't remember what I asked them, but like after they were done um, asking questions, like you have any questions for us? And like a lot of people, I feel like they're scared and they're like, I don't want to, I don't want to ask anything. Like you know, just be like, no, that's okay. Uh, thank you for your time. Yeah. But now I was like, I, I don't remember what I asked them, but I asked them a question. And like um, I kind of left it open for everybody, and then like they went by one by one answering the question to me. You know what I mean? Yep. And so like that was that was a super eye opening you know experience because later I found out that they really did appreciate that. And like even though I felt like I was fucking up because I like I'm like fuck I'm like gee am I giving them an interview? I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> um, but like they they appreciate it because you know I was like I guess that shows like engagement, you know, um in a, in a, in addition to like the questions they were asking. And I, I think we can talk about like questions that they usually ask during that kind of stuff later. But um no, yeah, see, wait, just real quick. I, I'm glad you brought up the fact you asked them a question because a lot of times um, people don't realize not only are they interviewing you, you're interviewing them and thus the company to make sure that you're a good fit for them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So uh, yeah. so when people like are scared to ask questions, it's almost like they're just taking what they're you know given, and that's not always good because what if they lowball you? What if you ask a question, you get there, and you didn't realize you were getting yourself into something that you could have figured out before you started, you know what I'm saying? Um, I always yeah. try to ask them, like, what's the daily life of, like, this position? I'm like, well, if I were to work here, what's what am I going to expect? That's how usually I mm. ask them. Oh, yeah, because now you get... Yeah, that's a good one. The day-to-day operations, uh, it can change, because um, especially, like, the, depending on, like, if you're a data entry or something like that, you're probably going to be doing much of the same thing, but I know, like, um, for, uh, not, not then, I have experience, but that's just like what I believe, right? I don't, I don't know. I haven't asked the question, right? But like, if you're doing, say, for instance, IT, every day can be different. One day the whole network can be down. Another day, all you have to do is update a driver. Like, you never know exactly what's going on until you ask the questions. That's that's just my opinion, but you know. Yeah, that's very true. But uh, yeah, then yeah. My bad. I, yeah. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> No, no, you're good. That was a good point. Um, I was just gonna say, uh, you know, my my internship experience. Um, and I, I think their internships. I think that an internship like the one that I did should be mandatory for all like college students in general. Anyway, like I feel like that should just be a part of all programs because yeah. being in an internship while you're getting credits for school and actually in the workforce is the most valuable experience I ever got from college. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yep. Because being in that office and seeing how 
crazy shit was <laughs> and like having to adapt and having to do different things and play, you know, put on a bunch of different hats. You know, it was insane to the point that I was like, man, I don't really think I want to do this shit. But <laughs> <laughs> like it, it ended up coming back full circle because, you know, I got used to it over the span of my internship. And, you know, I was I'm, a, I'm an introvert, but I was trying my best to, like, you know, still talk to different people as much as I could within my um, my limited bubble of, um, you know, interaction like interactivity. Yep. Yeah. You know, like it, it's always you don't need to be everybody's friend. Right. And this, this can go for anything. You don't need to be everybody at your job's friend, but you do need to be open to new relationships. And you need to at least reach out to the people that you directly work with, right? Facts. So like I like I had um I had a really good relationship with my direct supervisor. Um, you know, we went out to lunch at least one time. You know, I talked to her about different stuff that was going on. Um, I had a, a good relationship with um the people that sat around me, you know. I spoke every day that I came in, you know, I tried like, I may not go up to every person and say hello, but you know, I walk in and be like, you know, how's everybody doing today? How's everybody doing this morning? You know, and just, you know, kind of announce yourself, let them know that you're there, you know, cause I've seen at, from like, since I've been there, I've seen interns come in and they're, they're just like, uh, just sit down. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like they don't say anything to anybody. They just sit down and start, you know, doing whatever they're going to do. Yep. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, say something, you know? Let them know you're there. And, um, yeah, exactly. Because if you don't let them know you're there, they're not going to know. Like, people yeah. legitimately was like, is the intern in today? <laughs> and then you look over there, and they're like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> you know? Like, so that's, that's like, cap to me. Um, but yeah, that, in, in addition to, like, you know, finding, finding work for yourself, right? Like, if you see something you want to do, you have to uh, reach out to that person that's doing that job and say, you know, I'm interested in that, you know, like they could be a writer or they could be a videographer or they could be like a social media manager or they could be the press secretary or they could be the IT guy. You know what I mean? Like, yep. you know, whoever you um, whoever has the job that you want to get, like they're most likely going to want to help you. You know what I mean? A lot of people think like, oh, well, they're not going to tell me because, you know, they don't want me to take their job. Yep. I mean, most likely you're not taking their job. You're not <laughs> not from an intern. You know what I mean? Right. Like from an intern, you're not taking anybody's job. But um that's why I think that, that that's a very valuable experience. And um the last thing I'm gonna say for this is just like the, the next step was actually reaching out um <clears throat> to, you know, kinda what how I reached out. Um so a lot of different places like school, internships even in the real world, like you'll meet people that'll give you a rundown on who they are. They'll give you their elevator pitch, not because, you know, they want you to do anything for them, but because they can do something for you. Right. Naturally. And in my uh, internship, they basically had people come through like from all different government agencies and tell them about their, tell us about their agencies, tell us about themselves you know, how they got to where they were and stuff like that, right? And it took me a while to realize it, and I was a little bit shy about it at first, but I made a realization that they're putting these people there in front of you 
or you know like your school is putting these people in front of you or life is putting these people in front of you because you're supposed to reach out to them yep right and when i finally decided and i almost didn't i almost didn't seriously like uh it's a really funny story about how it happened but i almost didn't reach out but i decided to reach out right i was like can we uh set up a lunch you know and <laughs> we we tried to go out to lunch the first time and this was this was uh um you know a a, a director of an agency right so they're busy right so i tried to set up lunch one time it fell through because he had a doctor's appointment um i tried to set up lunch again and it fell through for a reason that i don't exactly recall right the third time we set up lunch everything was good but there was this place called bus boys and poets in washington dc i had never no idea you know i, I hadn't been out here that long but i was like okay so i looked it up on google maps went to it and i'm there right <laughs> So I, I get there and he calls me. He's like, yeah, where are you at? I'm like, yeah, I'm in the front. Uh, I don't see you. <laughs> He's like, yeah, well, I'm in the front too. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it, it clicked in my head like, there's probably more than one bus boys and poets in D.C. That's oh. really. Oh, <laughs> oh, <man>. Well. <laughs> So, so I told him, I'm like, hey, look, I went to the wrong location. I am on my way right now. <laughs> so like, he was like, don't even worry about it. It'll be okay. So I'm rushing. I'm like, I, I had to get my Uber. I'm rushing there. I'm like, oh, hurry up, hurry up. <laughs> so I finally get to, I get to the office because um, he, he, want, he had to go to a meeting. So I'm sitting in the, uh, in the front room. And I'm talking to the receptionist, and he was like, oh, yeah, he went to the back. He'll be over here. And I just talked with the receptionist, and he was like, oh, yeah, well, I think you'll be good. You know, he's a really good guy, and from what I've seen, he, he thinks you're a good guy as well, you know. Um, so we actually end up going to the lunch, um, and he, uh, we talk. Um, he paid for it. I, I was a starving motherfucking intern, <laughs> so he, he like – Naturally, you know, naturally. I, I think – I, it, that's pretty normal in the business world, right? like I've noticed. And I, but um, yeah, so it was really good food, and I was trying to be as like you know as neat as I could, eating my shit. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. But um, yeah, we had a really good conversation, and he asked me. It, it was almost like an informal interview, right? Right. He asked me about myself, where I came from, my family, and stuff like that. And you know, I you know I asked him the same questions in return, and. You know, finally, he brought up the fact that there was a opening at the agency. That's what I'm and, talking about um, right there. That's what's up. Yeah. Like, and he was like, yeah, I would like you to interview for it. And um, I was like, yeah, that's awesome, man. I'm, I'm down. I'm down. And um, the crazy and that's what really set me up for everything else that happened. Right. That that moment right there, that moment in time is the exact moment that my entire life shifted from. You know, it was just being a college student in Chicago that didn't really have a plan to being out here and, you know, being, as you guys would say, established. I still think I got a lot to do. Hey, as established but, um, as, I could, as I'm concerned, you, you about as good as, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think yeah. you could. I know you can improve. Everybody can improve, of course. But, hey, I, I'm proud of you. I, I don't know if anybody told you that, but I, I am personally. I am mad jealous. <laughs> hey, I guarantee you the amount of stress that I go through on a weekly basis is nothing to be jealous of. I guarantee that much. No, I, I, but, I, I hear uh, you when we play games online. 
<laughs> yeah, man. But um, yeah, that's why that's in. I say that to say because I, I think that that's the most important thing, right? If you see somebody that you feel as though can, you know, do something for you, you can't be afraid to reach out to them. And my own like fear and inhibitions were almost they almost stopped me from doing it because I had to go back home before I had that third meeting. I had to go back home so that I could graduate, right? Because, you know, graduation was happening. Yep. And in my head, I even had a conversation with my mom. I'm like, Ma, I don't think I want to come back after this. Like, I'm going to go home and graduate and come back out here for two weeks. Like, that's a waste of money on a, that's a waste of money on a ticket. I got to, I get, I got to get a ticket to come out here for two weeks just to go back home afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I'm, I'm already, I'm homesick. You know what I mean? And my mom told me, she was like, look, I think you should just go ahead and finish it out. You know, like you've already been there all this time. So you might as well see this last two weeks through to completion. And, you know, just let me know what you decide to do. Mom's with the And, w. you know, I slept on it. Yeah, man, I slept on it for a while. And I was like, you know what, man, I, I'll just come back. Fuck it. You know, all my friends are going to be gone. But they they said that I could keep my apartment for the two weeks or whatever, so I don't have to worry about a place to stay. I'll have an entire apartment to myself. It it'll be cool, right? And um, that was one of the biggest decisions I made because um, if I had of like just you know fallen victim to my fears and just wanted to be back home with my friends, then I would have just stayed in Chicago and never came back for those two weeks, and I would have never got that third meeting. And I would have never, you know, met that director and, you know, jumpstarted my career. So like, that that's just, that's my that's my story. That's like the um, the basics of it. But I, I really do believe that, like, the most important thing you can do is just reach out to people that you think can help you because you never know what can actually come from it. Oh, yeah. OK. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you that that's what I like, see. I never heard the, full, the story in full. So that's some of that stuff was new mm-hmm. to me, but that that's what's up though. And yeah. and you bring up a lot of good points. Um like I just look, I know um from like people a lot of people are like, "Oh, I'm introverted and it's like hard for me to talk to people and things of that nature." But but like he's you stepped out of your comfort zone. You it was t- two times. He's like, "Okay, we didn't make it the first time, we didn't make it the second time. Third time you almost didn't make it and you still went. You made sure that you put in the effort, because you got to put in the effort if you want something. You want it, you got to yeah. go get it. And mm-hmm. and and you definitely, it, it and it, you seen the fruits of your labor, essentially. So, um, yeah, I, man, that, I, I, man, I appreciate that story. That's, that's pretty good, man. That's pretty good. Um, I appreciate getting to tell it, man. <laughs> on me, on me. Um, but, like, um, just, I know, like you said, um, like we were telling how the interns, some of the interns come in, probably put his head down, walk straight to their desk, and just start doing whatever work. Um, I think that a lot of the newer generation, because I like, I know a lot of people who are in like HR, and like a lot of the problems that we have is not the ability to do the work, but it's the communication. Yeah, communication is. Big. I'd I'd say communication is the most important thing because bad communication can topple an entire company or an entire organization. Like, mm-hmm. n- like nothing else can. Like, 
it's crazy. Uh, I've seen <laughs> some stupid stuff, man, off that. Yeah, it, it can, is ridiculous. Like, um, I just because, of course, you can. Like I said, you, you can do the job. Okay, you can put in the code, or you can, um, like like put in the numbers, you know. But if you were to be working with a client, because not every like most positions, you're going to be working with customers, right? Um, if you can't, um, like if I learned anything, like, like, like if I learned anything from my dad, I learned that you, you should be able to explain it. Cause he used to be like, okay, well, what does this mean? Cause he like, he older dude. So he don't know how to use a computer and stuff. So like, I was explaining it to him and I'm like, oh yeah, it is. And I was just saying it. Like I knew what he was talking about. And he kind of like, you know, and he was like, oh, well say it to me as if I was like a child, like I was seven years old. And then I would, and I'd be like, you know, well, why would I do that? Like, we're, but we both know what's going on here. But like, I realized, like, it, in retrospect, that actually made a lot of sense because now it's like, if I'm talking to like a customer, maybe just old as he is, who may not understand these terms or um, have experience in these, um, like, the field that I'm in. Because, like, I know the technical terms and I might know the basic technical terms, but they, they might not know anything. Yeah, you basically just have to, like, in a weird way, dumb it down. Or like oversimplify it to the point where it's like, all right, I, I feel like what I'm saying to you, you're just getting to your head. And if it's not, I'll try to simplify it even more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. You got to say it to where they can understand it. And like I say, it, it's just that I did. That's just what I know as far as like HR goes, is that they can do the work, but they can't communicate it. And I think that's one of the biggest problems we have. And, um, I mean, I don't, I don't want to pin it on anything, but I, I do think we need to have people, like you say, in an internship. I think that is like the perfect experience, cause yeah, you're still in school, you still learn it, but now you're in the environment, you're in this fast-paced environment, or you know whatever, and you're like in the real world. Exactly. Cause like that's yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm about to say school is like okay, in, in so many words, school is like a simulation, but like to be put mm-hmm. like if they said go. Like how would you know how do you react to that? Like if you been in school yeah. but you haven't had like the real world experience, once you get out of school and they say go, you're like you're held to a higher standard. Cause you're like it's not like you're an intern, like you're hired for this job. Exactly. So Exactly. Them, like you say, being in school and in the environment where they, they're literally giving you the resources. They're like, yo, you want to do this internship? Yeah, you may have to, like, apply for it. Or, like, networking, which is all, big as well. Um, mm-hmm. But you have to, once you put get your foot in the door, you have to open it. And you got to walk through. So, mm-hmm. them putting yeah. the directors and all them, oh, he's from the accounting department. Oh, don't you want to do accounting uh, intern, you know, such and such? Um they, they put mm-hmm. all these people in your face. How do you utilize these resources? Because essentially, that's what you're going to have to do once you get there anyway. No, and just to add on to that, in my entire intern class, right, it was probably about eight or nine of us, right? Only three of us ended up actually getting um, jobs after the end of the internships. And a lot of that came down to them not realizing you know what was being put in front of them right Mm -hmm. so like a lot of them didn't realize okay i need to reach out to one of these directors or i need to reach out to this person some of the interns were coming in and they were like man you know there's nothing to do i'm bored you know they weren't trying to get more opportunities for themselves they weren't really reaching out and like they basically wasted the experience in a sense you know what i mean oh yeah because 
honestly, most of the time, and this is what I've heard from, you know, the people that actually run the internship programs and stuff like that. Most of the times these internship programs are supposed to lead you into a position, right? They're looking for people that are good for a good fit for the company that will, you know, thrive in the environment. And, um, you know, if you don't, you know, leave everything on the table, then they'll, they'll never pick you. You know what I mean? Or they'll never even know that you were interested if you don't tell them. That's another big thing. If you do go to an internship or an assistantship or whatever, you got to let the people you work with know, like, I want a job. Like, I, I want to be here. Like, you know what I mean? You got to tell them and you got to show them. You got to do both. The goal is to jumpstart your career. That's what the internship is supposed to be about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That that sounds about right. I, I just man, asking questions, <sighs> wonders can do wonders. Um, mm. and I'm not saying play dumb, but play dumb. Like, <laughs> like, oh hey, uh, what are you over there doing? Like, even if it's not even in your field, you could <laughs> be trying to do some IT and then go to the accountant and be like, oh, how does your job function? Like, you know what I'm saying? How does your day to day business go? Like. Just talking to people, like, it ain't got to always be about business as well. I mean, it could just be just, you know, casual conversation. And they might just throw some information in there just because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, um, but, yeah, I man, like, I just, yeah, I think communication is big. That's one of the biggest things uh, we we lack um, as a newer generation, which is which is why, because even for myself, I... I used to consider myself introverted but i realized it, it, i'm not i have introverted ways but like honestly i i do enjoy like talking to people and being around people like i'm a i am a social butterfly i just was holding myself back you're, you're an anti-social i mean you're an anti-social extrovert <laughs> uh, I, 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 I yeah i don't know i i i, I don't mind being myself by myself but i think that's just i've become accustomed to it but like Put me yeah, in a situation yeah. where I need to talk, and I've gotten so much better about that. So, I think that mm. that's one of my because that's one of my that's Daniel one of my selling points now. They're like, oh well, why do you you know want this job? I'm like, you look, I know that this newer generation don't have the ability to communicate, such as you know blah blah blah, and I'm here to I'm here to bridge that gap. Like I can communicate and do the work. Put me, I can walk the walk and talk the talk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Give me the chance to show you what I can do. Um, but yeah. Um, I also just want to um talk about how like like do you do you either one of you can answer? Do you see a difference in like a job versus a career? Yeah, job definitely. Uh, actually, yeah, I can see that because working from Target and then at the school, I always treat them as it's a job. I, I didn't I, I didn't really see a career. In any of it because in target I, I really didn't see a career in it. I, I did not want to be like yeah i want to be here and try to get that manager position i was just like i, I want to do something with computer science I, this is what i'm working towards mm-hmm. and it i was just like you know what this is way better working here than at target and i doing this job doing this stuff work at school i was just like you know what i, I might i might see myself in a career in this because it's not that bad So I would say I I do think that there's a big difference, right? But I do think that 
there is a possibility for a job to transform into a career depending on the availability of upward uh, mobility. So, like, despite how much I hated UPS, um, there was then that you could turn that job into a career, right? If you want to, if that's something that you enjoy to do, there is enough upwards mobility that you could go from being a worker to being a supervisor, to being a full-time supervisor, to being a manager, to being, you know, so on and so forth. You know what I mean? And that's essentially what a career is. Anything that you can, you know, move up in, in, in my uh, definition of it. Um, but you just have to find something that you want, you know, to be good at. Like that's what that's what the I, I feel like the big differentiating factor is between a job and career. A job is just something you're going to get money. A career is you doing something you love, but you get money for doing it. I feel like that that's what the difference is. Th- that's fair. I I actually do agree. Um, as far as like a job, I feel like you just you're there in that time, but a career is something. Like a career is like when they say chess, not checkers. Like a career is like okay, I'm here, but like in the next month or so, I'm going to be trying to go for this position. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be trying to mm-hmm. get promoted. I'm going to do this amount of work. I know, you know what I'm saying? So I, I I do agree with that. Like the whole career aspect is more of a um, it's it's a path. Like it's it's actually something that you can build off of and make into something versus just there for the money. Because um, mm-hmm. I mean, personally, like I've never been uh, one of for like money. Like mo- I know I understand money. We use money for like purchasing things. Everything. And, yeah, right. So it's just you have to live on money. But like as far as I'm concerned, my whole idea, um, as far as where my career is going to go, is that the money. I- I'll put it in video game terms, right? We all play video games. So mm-hmm. the the main game you, you enjoy the main game. But, like, the DLC is the money. Like, the money comes, but you're still able to perform and be able to play the main game and still be satisfied. You see what I'm saying? I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. You buy DLC, but you don't it, buy nothing. It, it makes... I, I, I get what you're saying. So, yeah. That's 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 where I, I normally come from as far as um, a job versus a career. Because, like, like you said, you at, at UPS, you can make that into a career. Um, that's if you want to do it. Um, because I know plenty of people. I mean, yeah, they've been there 20, 25 years, but that's that's what they've wanted to do. That's that's how they saw this. They said, okay, well, I'm, um, uh, I'm okay with this position, so I, I will work with it. Um, I know different jobs and careers do have uh, do they do have different benefits as well. So, for example, like like health, like the insurance. Insurance is a big thing. Um. It's like tuition reimbursement, I know some jobs have that. Um, so I, mm-hmm. I, I, you, I also think you have to consider that as well, as well as the pay. Um, because let's just be honest, we all have bachelor's degrees, we all have um have graduated, but I've I've seen my fair share of entry level positions where it's like, oh, well, you need ten years worth of you know IT networking and you know software development like programming. And then it's like ten dollars an hour. <laughs> yeah, no, that's just that that's literally them spitting on you, bro. Like yeah. that's just disrespectful. Like, oh, so I spent like, you know, thousands of tens of thousands of dollars to get a degree for you to tell me 
Yeah, I give you ten dollars an hour. <laughs> oh fuck you! Like yeah. who the fuck do you? I could get ten dollars an hour working at um McDonald's, but then they'll say McDonald's isn't a career. This is gonna be better for you. You know, you got to start off at, with the ten dollars an hour, but we're also making it hard as shit for you to start off because you need all of this. Like it's just so bullshit, dude. And, and, and exactly, and that's and that's where the whole idea behind when you're in the interview, you have to ask questions. You just have to. I, the greatest spit in my face was I think it was sophomore year I went to one of the the job hunts and I remember I was like oh like I'm a computer science major and they're like oh alright you can manage our twitter and me and one dude just looked at each other <laughs> and we're just like are you serious right now like like you could just hey. hire some random girl in high school and she'll just manage your so, Twitter for you. Look, 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 look. Hey, 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 I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm gonna stop you right there. I'm gonna stop you dead in your tracks. All right. So, social media management is an actual career job. Uh huh. It is an actual career. It leads into other things. It's not easy. It's not easy by any sense of the word. All right. So, if a business asks you to do that, they are there is this stigma that millennials are good Wait. with social media so yeah. so that's why you know you see so many um millennials doing that job because that's a big function of my job as well um so when you get opportunities like that you can't just shut it down because for one if you get in like doing that even if you don't like it you're in the company right and that's a big thing is getting your foot in the door you, you can you can move laterally you can move vertically you can figure different stuff out but don't look down on a job like that because at the end of the day social media managers make a decent amount of money like i think it's anywhere between 40,000 and like $60,000 for social for managing social media depending on where you go. You know what I mean? Obviously, if you go to a smaller business, you'll get a smaller amount. But Fair. people have entire careers based on that nowadays. It's no longer just, you know, oh, oh well, you can just get your niece to take care of the, the company's social media. No, <laughs> they have entire marketing teams dedicated like to doing I, I, it. I saw that as a screen yeah. on my face. I'm like, wow, I, I'm a computer scientist. I, I, I make applications and like debug shit and you want me just to like go on your twitter and just say like happy things about it i i i didn't know that there was a career that i just like saw that as a spin in the face of like wow no seriously like that wasn't that was an actual opportunity and like just to hold on let me let me just double check you can continue while i double check something no i i was just really surprised and then I think, huh? Yeah, no. I, I remember just realizing, like, wow, like, all this time, like, I, I remember going up to people during that job hunt, and they're the school's always like, oh yeah, you could compete. They're always for computer scientists, and I go there, and I mention it, and it's like, oh, we're actually looking for nursing business. It's like, or right, I'm asking everyone here if they have anything like related to computer science. The majority of stuff as I get is like, oh, we get our IT or somebody from like an outsource. And yep. It's like okay, and I'm like, so why does the school keep promoting us to go when it always seems like no one's ever really looking for something like that? Ah, uh, so 
Go ahead, Alan. I was going to say, I know later, each, uh, as far as the job fairs go um, at that school, I know later on they did have job fairs, but they did have more people looking for IT. Um, for example, um, I talked to like a woman who was in like the FBI, and she was saying, like, oh, yeah, we have a lot of those. Um, we have careers in that where they have people. So, yeah, they have people, you know, on a computer, like, uh, like debugging and coding and uh like cybersecurity. I know cybersecurity yeah. is a big thing. So like they had like that, but um mm-hmm. what she was saying was, Oh, you wanna get paid extra? How athletic are you? Uh if you could pass the uh, physical test, you can do that on like in field and get paid more. Um mm-hmm. so it and I um as far as like computer science and um uh computer based fields go uh, I know that no matter where you go, especially now, they're always going to be need somebody. Uh, they're going to need somebody who knows how to like operate uh, a computer, like whether it be networking, cybersecurity, coding. So I would say, while you were there, you should have. I don't know if how many people you like talk to or different things of that nature, but you definitely should just ask because you never know what they might be offering that's not on the pamphlet. Or something they might not even be advertisement and they it could be like oh well, this is like for nurses but like nurses use computers like they use oh how do you the um uh, patient information oh you know they they use all that like all that's electronic so um mm-hmm. i would just say always always keep your um like an open mind so like 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 you were saying mm-hmm. um Oh, like the, he was saying, like oh, it's a social media. Why would I just want to use the Twitter? But like, if like then you brought a different perspective, where it's just like, no, like that's an actual career. Like that's a thing that they use, and they you can go far with that. So I just I, I would say just keep an open mind when it comes to just anything. When they offer you something, just like hey, if you even if you don't you think it's not a good thing, either do some research or just get their information anyway. You never know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because like, and I agree with everything you were saying. Um, but it's about you know getting the foot in the door. It's like I, I don't know what's a good IT company, right? But if uh, if the IT company you want to work for offered you a job as a fuck like you know just because we were talking about it earlier, a social media manager, right? You're not gonna turn that job down just because it's not the position you want. You're going to take it because it's the company that you want, right? Mm-hmm. Or it's a company that you wouldn't mind working for because you, at the end of the day, if you do a good job there and you tell them, all right, I want to move on to this, then the people there that you have worked with are going to, you know, help you and want you to be able to thrive in a position that you want to be in. And um, just for like, because I wanted to double check this, um, according to ZipRecruiter, a social media uh, marketing manager makes anywhere from $27,000 to $61,000 on average per year. Like, and so that, that was just me, like that, like even just estimate. so you could see. Right. And even like, even so like there's a different title of social media specialist that can make from 39,000 to $71,000 a year. You know what I mean? And it just, it goes on, on up and up the more experience you have in it. And that's the one I've noticed that that's one thing that millennials can say they have all the experience <laughs> because you've had experience with it since the shit came out. So they talking about, oh, we need seven years experience. Bitch, I got 20. Like, oh, that's good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Facts. You know, 
Oh, that's the one thing. That's the one thing that no matter how long they say they experience for, you can say you got it and you will not be lying. And like that's fact. I, I think that's that's the funniest shit. But like, you know what I mean? Is if it's not something you want to do, like don't do it. But it's an option and it can open doors for you, right? Because it, of course, it's attached to my my current position. But what I really enjoy doing is like making videos and um going out and filming in the field and stuff like that. That's what I enjoy. It just happens to be an extension of my my job right now, right? But you also have to realize that doing stuff with social media is very technical in terms of computers, right? So if you can figure out how to you know, code a program that's going to automatically, you know, like remind you of certain stuff or like set up stuff for you or like whatever. I don't I don't know what would be a good example. Um, but if you can do that and you can show them that and you can like prove to them that you're, you know, you're fluent in that, then that makes it even easier for you to get what you want. And last thing, last thing is you I, I really think I'm, I'm going to echo what Holland was saying about keeping an open mind, but like you really have to look at the organization and not the job in particular, because if it's an organization that you want to be affiliated with, it's more important than the job they give you at the beginning, because just because the entry level job that you want isn't available, it doesn't mean that there is an entry level job that can't lead into what you want to do. Ooh, preach. Preach. Yeah. Preach. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> you right, though. Hold on, wait. We do got, yeah. like, 20 years of experience on social media. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. Nah, you right, though. They, they cannot knock yeah, you for man. that one. I got 30 years of coding. <laughs> I have 20 years of uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Yeah. So I'm all, yeah, you know, I was uh, I was pretty young when YouTube came out, but I was on that <laughs> motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, I know how to yeah, upload, like, edit. It's crazy because, bro, people don't know how to do basic stuff. People don't know how to upload videos to YouTube. People don't know how to upload videos to Twitter, to Facebook. People don't know how to post. People don't know how to, like, you know, set up accounts. These are very basic things that people get paid for <laughs> there are there are marketing like because social media is basically marketing yep right now mm -hmm. social media is arguably just as if not more important than radio and tv yep so that's the thing you have to think about because these people are taking over in that regard and they're making hundreds of thousands of dollars doing it there are marketing agencies that have big focuses in social media that will they they don't even put anything on TV. They don't even they all they do is make graphics, they make videos and they manage social media and they charge hundreds of thousands of dollars to their clients depending on how big they are. Thanks. This is a legitimate business that can make you a lot of money based on your skill set and almost any skill set can fit into it because if you're if you work your way into a marketing agency, like doing basic stuff or whatever, right? So let's say that they want to branch out into offering basic programs to their clients. Oh, well, I can make those programs. They're going to be like, okay, well, you can lead this project. You succeed in that project. 
now you're 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 invaluable to them because you already know how they're oh uh, that's one thing I want to talk about too. Uh culture. You know their culture, their their um, you know, their their uh their office culture, you know that already, you know how they work, you know how their business plan works, you know how their business model works, and now you can create a new product for them that they can make more money off of, right? And that's that's a big thing. You have to be able to market what you know in you have to be able to market what you know to people that don't even know they need it yet. Ooh. Right? Because when I first came on to my current position, like they were doing videos, but like when I came like when I <laughs> when I started my original when I started my original position, right? Yep. My my the guy that I got my original job from, they were doing videos, but they weren't doing shit like what I was doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Upgraded, came they in and doing, did, man. They weren't doing anything. Yeah, they weren't doing anything on the level of what I brought to them. They weren't able to do anything on the level of social media. I, right after I came the first year I was there, we had what was called a uh, we, we it was my first big campaign and it was for my brother's keeper, right? And we had about five different videos. We had a video with the police chief. We had a video with the fire chief. We had a video with a local celebrity. We had a video with other people. We had a video shot with the entire office all together marketing it we had you know so much came together for that that it was the biggest one they'd ever had in the entire time that they've been doing that event based on how much effort i was able to put in and my boss was able to put in to creating that campaign and you know that was something that nobody can take away from you because once you make something tangible that has worked they no matter what people say it already happened it's factually there anybody can find it and you can back it up so like that's the same thing to a program you know what i mean like it's just about being able to you know ha take what you have and like fit it in in a new way water market that's how you do it <laughs> <laughs> no nah, that's man that was that's what's oh, up. real that was that's what's up <laughs> hey look it's what it says not about what the company can can do for you what but what you can do for the company there you go <laughs> but the thing but that's the fruits of your labor though like you do all that and at the end of the day that's you that's they can't take away your accomplishments anybody can take exactly. anybody can take away the money but like at the end of the day that's still something you have under your belt exactly and that you know it always transfers over it always transfers over no matter what you can take that to anywhere you go like hey i did this it did this and that caused this to happen mm -hmm. and you know you can you have that anywhere you go yeah that's facts yeah talk about putting it on your resume i just bring up a whole yeah. computer program and just they go to resume right there <laughs> yeah like what can you bring to the company you see that all me <laughs> my name's right there you know? i did that right exactly and it, man look that's that's how you're really supposed to do it though like you you really have to stand out and and that's literally what you did you took what you had see what they were doing improved on it because they say well why should we hire you there you go i just showed you why you should hire me i literally just increased productivity i just increased our advertisement revenue i just increased uh was it public um 
know know how or whatever. Like when they people start to understand who you are and different things. Public that awareness. A public awareness. My bad. There you go. A public awareness. Yeah. Now they like, oh, I seen that company, but like now I see the company. Like I, those are true tangibles. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. yeah. I, I. I. Yeah. That's. I think that's important. Um. As far as, it's not. Uh. But see, that's that just comes from the fact you were compassionate about it too. Like, compat. Uh. Passion for what you do, and then like the company you work for, and I would. I would also say that. Um. You should research the company. Mm-hmm. That you, yeah, definitely. That, oh yeah, like mine is just the position, but you should definitely have research on that company. Um, yeah. Yeah. reviews of a company can really change your opinion on it. Yeah, like I mean, but even like, especially before you do the interview, like even a basic search, like just 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 find out the bare basics. You know what I mean? So you know them off rip. Mm-hmm. Like that's important because. They're gonna want to know, like, and it's okay if you don't know everything. But they're gonna, if you can't answer any question they ask you about the company, that's gonna invalidate you pretty quickly. Because they're gonna be like, "Oh, well, this guy, he he obviously doesn't care enough to research the company at all before his interview." You know what I mean? So why would we hire him? Yeah, he didn't put in the effort to do. Like we're not even <laughs> a, like a you know we're not even an office setting, but you didn't even put the effort into learn a little bit about the company that you're applying for yet you want to build a career here it's kind of like not productive as far as your yeah. career goes um but um so as far as um jobs go what what okay how how so in in your opinion how long do you think you should be at a company before you decide that maybe this isn't where you want to be. Like, I know you can be like, maybe it's a, you have to wait three years to get a different position. But like, I feel like to a certain degree, you should be able to pretty get a feel for like where you're at within a company to, to decide whether or not you're going to be able to be promoted and whether you should move on. I say three years, three years, maximum of three years. If you, if you don't think you want to be at that company for the, you know, like for a, a long duration, after three years at any job, you know what that job entails. You know what it's going to be. You know what your options are. You know what's available to you. And if you not, if you're not happy with it, then you should move on. Like seriously, if you if you want to, right? Like if if it's fine for you, then it's fine for you. Then keep doing it. But after three years, you know every. It's like a relationship. Like <laughs> after you're with somebody for three years, you know enough about them to know whether or not you're going to continue that relationship, right? Fair. Like it's just like you people that quit their job in under a year. Like you didn't you didn't look at every avenue, right? Two years, maybe, maybe two years, but three years is that sweet spot that I feel like you really know everything that you need to know, and you'll know if you want to be there or not. I feel you on that. I yeah, mean, I, I, I understand. I, I would say about a year and a half, personally. Um, the, depends, mm-hmm. though. Like it, it definitely, it definitely depends. Um, but I, I think about a year and a half. Like I feel like within a year, you should have enough experience to where you should be able to decide like yo this is what i do this is what normally happens in a day 
and then you of course you're gonna have your day like anomaly days where it may either be really slow or really fast but there's definitely going to be a base of like where it's going to be at most of the time um so, so wait, is this the maximum amount of time or like the minimum amount of time to know that you don't want to be there? Uh, well, like it, I was, I was going for minimum amount of time that you know you don't want to be there. Gotcha. Yeah. I feel like the, yeah, at three years, at three years, you definitely are like, okay, this how the company goes. This how management goes. You know what I'm saying? This how. Yeah. That's, yeah. I was looking at the maximum standpoint. Yeah. That, that's what I was thinking. Like, what's the maximum amount of time? <laughs> That you should be, you know, it would take, you know. Oh yeah, I I, I give you three. I, I can see three, but I I would say at least like a year and a half to two years, you should be out. Right. Yeah, yeah. Minimum, I would say about, I would say like six months. I also wouldn't recommend people quit a job under like under six months. Under a year. Yeah, I, I think that. Once you start a job, you should at least stay there for a year. Because, like, if you stay there for a year, it looks better on your resume. Yeah. Because if you, um, I mean, when you're young, it's different. Like, you're not going to put every job on your resume. Like, I don't put Best Buy on my resume because I only worked there for, like, like six months or something like that. But, um, you know, it's, it's good to have, be able to show that you can have consistent employment. And a year is a decent amount of time to show, okay, like, he worked there for a year, he decided to leave, right? Yep. You know, like, I feel like that's, you know, that's what you want to get because they're going to see that. And if you've worked at multiple different jobs for a minimum of a year, okay, like, it's not as though you couldn't keep that job. You chose to leave that job. You know what I mean? Like, you chose for, you know, to get a better opportunity. But mm -hmm. if you leave leaving after six months, it's like, oh, where well, you just... You're just hopping from job to job, you know, like you just we, we you could come in um, in December and be gone by, you know, February for all we know, you know, so. Yeah, that, that's how I look at it. Yeah, it's basically just endurance. Mm -hmm. Consistency, it, it demonstrates consistency. Yeah. Oh, man. And and I, I wouldn't suggest just, you know, how you quit. I think it's important as well. <laughs> Cause some people uh, look. <laughs> hey, if you don't give a fuck about the job and you're not gonna put it on your resume, do what you gotta do. But I'm gonna tell you right now, I hated every, almost every motherfucking manager at UPS. <laughs> but when I quit, I put in my two weeks and I left in a dignified way. I wanted to curse motherfuckers out. I wanted to curse motherfuckers out, but I didn't because I knew I was gonna put them on my resume because I had worked there for three years. Facts. So that shit was always gonna be on my resume. You know, so I, you know, it depends on how you want to leave it. Like, if you if you don't give a fuck, you're not going to use that shit for any references or mm -hmm. nothing. Fuck all of them, man. Like, if they if they treated you like shit, you only worked there for six months. Man, walk out of there, fucking like <laughs> throw they shit on the ground, fucking curse out your manager, man. Fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But um, if you want to put that on your resume, then you got to leave in a way that is gonna benefit you in the long run. Yeah, you, know, you can't give it. You can't give in to that instant gratification. <laughs> Be like at McDonald's, make a whole video. I'm leaving on a, on a microphone. I hate all of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I I just think that 
I, I just I also think the whole process of getting hired, like the interview process, the interview process is is something. It's like now, of course, because of like COVID, we doing like the the online, the phone interviews, of course. Um, I I think that it's a lot of pressure in the interview process, mm-hmm. and I I don't know I. It's not something that you can like just get over. Like the amount of confidence you would have to have to be able to go into an interview and not be like three seconds away from breaking out in sweats. Like it has to be astronomical. Um, no, it definitely is. It's nerve wracking, especially when it's like a panel. It's like five, six, seven. What? That's scary. I was, and that was for an interview. I mean, that was for an internship, bro. I was shook. I was shook. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, yeah. Just make what, what'd you say? Um, what'd you say? Sit down or, and don't. What'd you say? Something about when you're doing an online interview, you ain't gotta dress from the waist yeah. down. Face down to see. <laughs> yeah. nice hey, be comfortable in skirt. your own house, man. You know what you gonna put pants on for a man? They ain't gonna see them. <laughs> Just make sure you don't get out, get up. That's all that matters. Um, hey, if you gotta get up, turn your camera off right quick. Say excuse me, and I'll be right back. You know, obviously, usually you're not gonna leave during the middle of an interview. So, like, you know, like I don't think you usually have anything to worry about. Interviews don't usually run more than like fifteen to thirty minutes. Facts. So. Like, if you can't, like, sit down for 15 or 30 minutes, like, then you got bigger problems to worry about. <laughs> like, oh, you need a therapist or something? Um, <laughs> so, and then, okay, so, like, from your, like, in your, in your journey, right, you got an internship. So, your qualifications, um, and, like, you got the internship and you, like, communicated and was able to get through, um, but for mm-hmm. but it's it's those that didn't go to an internship and get and get that opportunity, um, like and their qualifications may oh they have it on their their resume and different things of that nature. But it's not always gonna be a di- um, groundbreaking as far as you being able to get a job, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, like I just think like what do, do you guys think that? Okay, so you, you ever apply for a job and it's like, oh, you need a cover letter, you need the resume, you need like a bunch of other information. Mm-hmm. Like, like, how do you think, like, do you think that having a cover letter and like a lot of the other information that they, they um, are asking for is important or do you think it's just, it, as long as you have maybe the work experience, um, you'd be able to get through the whole process? So I'm going to say this, right? I think it's extremely important to have a a relevant resume, an updated resume, and a well-thought-out cover letter, right? So what I did was I went through several revisions of both my resume and my cover letter to get it to a point that I felt as though it was in a good spot and I didn't just read it. I sent it to my professor. I went through the career services at school. I sent it to um, a really good practices to send it to people that maybe are over hiring that, you know, at different places. 
Like you want as many people to get eyes on it as possible so that you can polish it so that when you send it out, it stands out, right? Mm -hmm. Because no matter how good you are at the job, unless you can demonstrate that to them immediately, the only thing that's speaking for you is your resume and cover letter. And, you know, that's why I think it's really important to have those in a good spot. And, um, you know, if you don't, is a you always have an opportunity to like just reach out to people you know everybody's gonna want to look at it but at the end of the day you have to reach out to the people that you know have the best expertise on checking them over and like there's resume events you can look that up like online and you should be able to find plenty of different resume events happening all around you or places you can send your resume to get looked over and they'll help you go through it and fix it up and get it to a part uh, get it to a point that you know it's more than acceptable for any um any place that you want to send it to fair points yeah well um, I, I did want to say one more i, I did want to say one more thing um on is as you were saying like um uh, for the people that didn't go through uh an internship and no longer feel it, like they no longer have that opportunity or they um, they don't think that it would serve them or they can't take unpaid work for a long duration of time. I would say volunteer your services to organizations that you want to work for. Right. So there are or there there are businesses, organizations, small companies, small businesses all over the place that need help. Right. And. If you like the work that you do for them and you don't mind doing it, volunteer your services. And if they accept them, you'll be able to like that even counts as um, experience too. like if you can continuously volunteer your services and they accept them and they're working for them and they enjoy them. Not only can that potentially lead into a job, which I've seen happen to people um, that gives you the experience of working with an actual company or corporation. Um, and that allows you to, you know, kind of weigh what you have against what other people don't because people that are coming in and sending their resumes as a position opens up for a place that you've been volunteering for, you're going to have the leg up because they've seen your face. They've met you. They've seen your work firsthand. They know that you enjoy what you do. They know that you're going to do a good job, whether you're getting paid for it or not. So that's a really good way to get your foot in the door because at the end of the day, that's all it's about. Like, you know, I, I met that guy. I met the, you know, I met the, uh, the director of that, uh, that company mm-hmm. at a volunteer event and he saw me doing my volunteer stuff and we met, we spoke. And, uh, when I sent my resume in, you know, he knew me by name. So yep. that helped me a lot to get the job. You know what I mean? And a lot of people, because a lot of what I worked in with volunteerism for a while, and um, a lot of people look down on volunteerism, like, oh, you know, they, I'm not gonna, I'm not working for free, you know, fuck all of that shit. But at the end of the day, you you got to look at it as an investment. You're investing your time to get something back, right? And even if you don't get anything back, you know, you were still helping people, so it wasn't a no point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you still did something to better the world in a way even if you didn't get the job and you also got experience fair i, I mean i actually i was i'm uh, glad you went into it because i was actually about to st- I, um talk about volunteering um I, I would say that you're more invested in yourself 
like your own brand because you are your own brand right um yeah but like it's a lot of a lot of people do look down on volunteering but everything like because people volunteer to go help the animals or they can volunteer to go help with accounting like okay well we need somebody to just like move these papers over here i don't know what they do i'm talking you know but um i i I do think volunteering is important because it shows that you are willing to work without getting paid and like that shows character like Mm -hmm. you're doing free work like like that's fine and you completed it and you did it like 110 percent you gave 110 percent free work and you're not getting paid okay there's there's potential there there's definitely potential there because mm-hmm. I I know personally I was um I was actually looking to volunteer. See my like my problem was just that I was I was always tired, so I was working school. I was just focused on that, so I didn't really get a I didn't really do as far as what I was supposed to do as far as uh my career goes. But now I'm like playing catch up, so like I'm trying to get my certificates. I'm trying to um uh network. Um, I'm trying to do everything that I should have been doing, but it's fine. We're getting there. Right, um, yeah. I would just say that also, as far as uh, networking is important, networking is very important because if you're not, if like if you're not, if you don't know anybody personally, like in your field, like a family member, so no nepotism, you have to be able to talk to somebody or at least be able to put yourself in a position um, with somebody who can help you get to where you need to be, um, mm-hmm. and and you'd be surprised, like. The accountant can totally help you get, um, like a meeting with the CFO because the accountant might have done what he's supposed to do, and now, you know, they can he can send an email and be like, oh, I have this individual who will be great for the company, different things of that nature, and then now you're in a, you're eating lunch with the director or the the CFO or you know whatever their position is, and now you have a chance to sell yourself, outside of, <clears throat> like a piece of paper, like the the online piece of paper, right? theoretical resume theoretical mm-hmm. cover letter now you're there um so i mm-hmm. I, I would say networking I, I would honestly say networking would be the most important thing yeah like just across the board um mm-hmm. so definitely yeah putting yourself out there but to be able to like go for an interview yeah they know your face okay cool try sending them um uh, uh, thank you, like, email, like, oh, you know, I appreciate the time you gave me to, you know, had an interview, things of that nature, like, going above and beyond, just, like, letting them know um, that you you are interested and you're passionate about what you want to do. Um, and another thing, you did, you, you mentioned how you went, um, when you went to go talk to the uh, director the third time, and you were talking to the receptionist. Mm-hmm. That that right there can get you through the door because the receptionist yeah. could have told you, oh, uh, no, nah, he's he not here right now. He could be sitting in the back, you know what I'm saying? Uh, mm. And you were like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just here, you know, talking to you, chopping it up. She Low-key, she could have helped you out or she, like, they could either help you out or they could mess you over, depending on how you approach them. So, yeah. I would also say to treat everybody this like root respect so even the jan- the, the, the janitor right the sanitational engineer really right if, mm-hmm. whoever you meet when you're you got to treat everybody with respect just across the board but especially when you go into like a company you got to make sure you're treating the janitor the receptionist the like even if you see another intern you know what i'm saying you show that you you're a person like you human like you you're here 
not just do work, but you're here to like show that you're passionate about what you do. You want to do this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would just say to make sure that you respect everybody, right? Um, so that I think that's very important. Um, no, no, just to just to add on to that real quick, yeah, and the a big reason to do that as well as um, you know just being a a decent human being is that you have no idea where people are going to end up. You could end up working with somebody who was, you know, at one point intern that's now your boss somehow, right? Yep. You could end up working with a janitor that, you know, you didn't know but had aspirations to be, you know, more and end up being your boss, right? Or you could end up working with, you know, your boss right now who's, you know, you're their boss later. You have no idea where you're going to end up or where people are going to end up. And you have no idea when you're going to see them again in their lives and in their journeys. So you have to make sure that you are as, you know, a decent human being to people as you can be. Because if you aren't, it can come back and bite you in the ass or it can be a blessing. It it just depends on how you treat other people. Fair points. That is fair. Um, Anything you want to say, Leo? Anything you want to add? Oh, uh, I mean, I'm still trying. I'm flying. I'm just. I really get hope I, I get interview, uh, interview again because the last time I did an interview with talking with somebody, it was a good interview. The guy was really interested in me. It's just, I failed to do that uh, assessment test where, I just forgot basic math and some, <laughs> uh, some like, just general language arts. Like, I mean, I'm just so used to everything being checked for me do like technology that i'm just like yeah that sounds about right well mm. correct will just fix it for me yeah that double checking is uh is something yeah it's a it's a dying art i feel like we are we are the first i'm going off on a tangent we are the first generations of cyborgs people all right our phones do half of our thinking for us. <laughs> like, it, it, our yeah. phones and computers do half of our thinking for us. They got autofill for your fucking sentences, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, we already know you about to say this, so you might as well just press the space bar and we'll finish it for you. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we're literally merging with our phones. It's, we've already done it, actually. It's not happening anymore. <laughs> like, you know, it is. It, I, I know exactly what you mean. Like, you just get so reliant on it because you, it's always. It's like when you were a kid and the teacher was like, you have to learn this math because you're never going to have a calculator on you <laughs> at all times. And then you like. You looking at 2020 like bitch i got a calculator i got every answer i ever knew, could need at my <laughs> fingertips i got the like you know what i mean like you know i have it's, everything you told me crazy. i wouldn't exactly you know like I, i'm sure they had no idea it was gonna happen but it's just you know it's the evolution of being a human being and like it's not even realistic to really hold people to that standard anymore because in the real world people aren't gonna just unless you're like an editor you know what i mean yep you're not gonna be like making perfect drafts first time i've seen directors i've seen com like i've seen people in comms i've seen a whole bunch of different things that people are not able to on their first attempt even with assistance from programs to get things to a point that is perfect 
or it's ready for the world, right? Then that's what editors are for. That's why you have people that specialize in that kind of stuff. So I, I don't even feel like that's a realistic thing to like not get somebody a job for because at the end of the day, unless they're an editor, like it's gonna go through somebody else most of the time anyway. That's fair. I um uh, I think that's fair. <laughs> we all got phones in our pockets, G. That's why I like to throw off my algorithm by uh, putting in different emojis and like different sentences that don't even make sense sometimes. My, my phone, my phone, be confused. It's like you wanted to laugh, right? Nope, I want to cry. Wait, what? <laughs> Fuck going on? Yeah, this nigga crazy all the time. That's why I write out all my sentences too. Like I realized, cause um, in college, one of my professors was like, "Yeah, I like." I became way dependent on my phone. Like I tried to autocorrect and it just didn't autocorrect because we both didn't know how to spell it. I was like, "Oh yeah, Ooh. yeah, no, nah, that's, that's the worst feeling." <laughs> you gonna say like, I can't spell? My phone can't spell. We both stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, dude, what the fuck you trying to say? And I'm just like, what are you trying know. to type out, bro? What is this? Like you have fingers, I don't. And I'm very confused. <laughs> that's why I, I be having look. When I'm on social media, I'm not going to lie. If you ever see me make a mistake and I don't edit it out or whatever, I'll Google words. Like, I'm like, oh, I want to say this. But I'm like, I don't think I know how to spell it. So I'll Google it and copy and paste it. I don't be playing no games. On T. On T. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah. Um, anything else anybody wants to, um, anybody uh, want to say? Uh, I gave out my two cents. <laughs> Uh, I, I did. I did want to say two last things, two last points. Okay, go right? for go for gold, my guy. Um, I want to say I think that the first one is I think it's super important to um flesh out your LinkedIn. Ooh, um, yeah. I think that a lot of people, a lot of organizations, a lot of agencies, um, look for people on LinkedIn, um, and. It is basically your professional social media. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have one, you need to make one and you need to um, update it as much as possible so that people can find you and not only on normal social media, but also on a professional social media platform so they can see the skills that you have. They can see what you've done. It's, all, it's basically a digital resume that people can you know you can get interviews off that alone damn near sometimes yeah um you're still gonna need to send in a resume once you start the process and everything but that'll that helps you know what i mean and like some people nowadays people will be like oh well i don't, I don't have a card but here's my linkedin you know what i mean like they'll give you their linkedin information and you can find out all about their uh, professional um life um in a timeline um so i think that's super important so if you don't have that I think that you really should look into getting it and setting it up and getting it to a point that you enjoy. Um, second point would just be, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, like a uh, side job. Do you know what I mean? Like, even if you are not um, going to be doing anything for a, a actual corporation or a, whatever you want to work for. I think that is really a good idea to, you know, take whatever you can do and do it on the side as well. You know what I mean? Because that's a good way to um, 
expand your resume um, and to show people what you can do. Um, an example, like, you know, um, this, this is a bad example because this has nothing to do with anything. But if you fix, if you know how to like work electronics and you can like fix phones, you know, like, um, and you want to get a job in like technology, um, being able to, you know, find more people through uh, fixing phones and, you know, doing things of that nature and then been able to tell them like, oh, yeah, well, I did this and I did this with this phone and all of this. And um, they can see that, you know, obviously that takes a decent amount of technical know-how. So that puts you in a better uh, position to be able to get the the job that you actually want. So, like, that's just one example, but it, it really can go for anything. Um, you know, just using your your abilities to the to your best uh capacity yeah and um you know expanding out as much as you can oh i actually i like that one side hustles because then not only do does it increase your um like resume but it also keeps you polished on your like abilities keeps you polished mm-hmm. um i just want to say as a as a last thing that i think you should be well-rounded so yeah, mm. you may want to go into accountant. You know how to do math, but I also think you should know a little bit about science, right? Um, mm. You may not be a mechanic, but you should be able to change a tire. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? I don't really like... Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, of course you want to have your own specified field, but I do think you should have knowledge about... Even if you don't, not the professional, you should still be able to, like, blend in, you know, like... If you're having a conversation with somebody, you should be able to have like enough knowledge to be able to like uh, have a conversation with somebody and be able to be engaged, right? Um, so yeah. that's that's just what I want to say. You know what I'm saying? Uh, any shameless plugs? Anybody got any? Nah, uh, we good. Uh, uh, catch catch me on YouTube, Big Cat Man. You know, uh, check out my mixtape, uh, Mind of a Madman. You know all of that good stuff. You know, I'll, I'll, you know, if you want to, go for it. All right, uh, Henshin to go go, and we out.